This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. Welcome to Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Tommy. And I'm Addie. And you're listening to Series 2, Episode 8, Dress to Impress. Let's start it out with some announcements, shall we? Sure. We've got a big one. A couple big ones, but go ahead. Okay. Take the lead. So uh, the first one is that we are going to have another giveaway. Woo! Um, this time, because we're playing Shadowrun, we have a Shadowrun module that we are giving away. It's one of the most recent ones called Boundless Mercy. You can find a picture and a short description on our website. Uh, it's a released module, so uh, if you want to give Shadowrun a go, uh, it's got some great GMing advice, and, and it's got the story all laid out for you. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And um, now, I haven't actually read all of Boundless Mercy, but I have an idea that it does have something to do with HMHVV. Oh my gosh, so on topic. <laughs> so so uh, if you liked the past few episodes of Essential NPCs, you'll love Boundless Mercy. <laughs> if you want to try your hand at Shadowrun to play uh, at home or online, um, you can enter the giveaway and we will send this great little module to you. Yeah. And all you have to do to enter is go on some kind of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, and just post a little comment about what your favorite moment has been for series two so far and put hashtag essential NPCs. Uh, we'll be curating all those different social media platforms, uh, searching for anyone entering, uh, and then, um, Next week, we will announce the winner. And um, if you are a Patreon supporter, you are automatically entered uh, for the giveaway. Go you, Patreon supporters. You can still post it, though. That's totally fine, because we love hearing what people like. (laughs) As for our other announcement... uh, We are going to Gen Con Indie at the beginning of August. If you're going, let us know. Come meet us. Uh, the entire cast of Series 2 is going to be there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be giving away little trinkets. And we'd love to meet you. So if you're going to be there, uh, make sure you look out for us. We will hopefully not be too hard to find in the midst of all the chaos. Uh, and I'm also running some uh, Adventures League modules. Yeah, so if you want to play D&D under Addie's Capable Rule... Uh, Keep a lookout for the uh, for the different D&D events. She'll be doing some of them. So those are our big announcements. Uh, come find us at Gen Con and enter our giveaway. And with that, let's jump into Words with the GM. Hello. Hello. <laughs> this is Words with the GM about Series 2, Episode 7, The Shiny Place. And like most shiny places in the world of Shadowrun, it has a dark, seedy, dangerous center. So the team finds the shiny place, leaves Welby outside, and and heads on in with some interesting um, antics on the way. Kashmir almost gets locked out. (laughs) He barely beat that barrier. And um, then we get inside, and there is a woman there just hanging out. Very shiny, clean place. 
And it turns out she's a vampire. And she yeah. wants to kill you all. Yeah. Actually, she didn't want to kill you all. She mostly just wanted to protect her research. But I didn't really want to kill her either. I mean, she wasn't a great person. <laughs> but she was like, it's like, eh, what's the greater good? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, those lovely choices I like to put out for the uh, yeah, thanks. for the players. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it escalated to, to violence because she, uh, eventually felt like she wasn't going to get out of there alive. Um, and, uh, um, uh, she also had accidentally slipped up and hinted that if Vitas were released into the room, she wouldn't be infected. And that's because, uh, people who are infected with HMHVV are immune to Vitas. Uh, so when you guys picked up on that and she had two drones floating in her face ready to shoot her, uh, she realized she had to take action then to hopefully survive. Um, and so she mind-controlled Bumbles. <laughs> Which was an interesting choice. Yeah, she was trying to figure out what she was going to do if she was going to make a move, and she was definitely targeting Boomer initially, and then Bumbles' drones were just a little too close for comfort, and she realized, if I mind control this big red Oni, these drones are just going to shoot me anyway. So I got to get these drones out of me. Hey, you, Mr. Dryad, put your drones on your friend and pull your gun on the Oni next to you. Yeah. And then we broke out some PVP. Yeah. Some good old player versus player. Uh, it is something that I think is useful when done sparingly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I know from my GMing experience, it's always a really delicate choice as to who to pick when you're picking that person who's going to turn on the rest of the team. Right. Yeah. If you're doing something like mind control or charm or anything like that. Uh, yeah. I knew just having played with Dan enough that like he would take it and run with it and he'd be like, all right, well, this is what I want to do. And he would do it to the best of Bumble's ability, uh, which is hilarious because Bumble's pointing a gun at Boomer is just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but PvP, um, like I said before, is is best when used sparingly. Uh, if you have inter-party conflicts, um, it's I think it's more creative to find ways around it than just people ending up pointing their guns at each other, stuff like that. Like if you do it too much, it it's no longer interesting. And and also if you do it like willingly, it's you know it's one thing to be mind controlled and attacking your team. It's another thing to decide that your character has interests beyond the team that are strong enough to make him take violent action against the team. So I've played in games where PvP has worked well. I've played in games when PvP has worked poorly. Um, I think it is an interesting thing to, uh, to contend with whenever you're running a game as far as how much PvP you allow for. Um, and I think it is something to discuss with your players, too, um, should the story seem like it's going that way. Yeah, and like I said before, it kind of depends on how much you trust the people around the table. Um, I know that one of my most recent now-retired characters uh, did, in fact, turn on her team mm -hmm. um, and ran away and there was some significant PvP. And that worked out well and I was really nervous um, because I was like, well, what if they never want to play with me again because this character did this thing? Yeah, it's the other thing. PvP will make players antagonize against other players, not just the characters themselves. Like, sometimes people will get, like, really upset about it and be like, why did you attack me? And you're like, well, I, I did it because that was my character. 
not me. Yeah. And so it, it, uh, it turned out fine in that instance, but it was a very carefully choreographed, um, thing where like, if they had killed my character, I wasn't going to be like, I was going to be sad, but I wasn't going to be upset at them because that's what they probably could have tried to do. And that would have been okay. I mean, um, they tried to. You just managed to escape. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so PvP is um, can be fun, can be interesting. And also there's also fun v- PvP where it's like, oh, I'm stronger than you. Well, oh, I'm yeah. stronger than you. Let's fist fight. Roll like an arm wrestle test. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there is the like more mild one. It, it's mostly when you start mind controlling inter-party uh, that things get really messy. Yeah. But it, it worked out well this time and... Uh, Bumbles being mind-controlled was really amusing for me. In fact, it may have led to my favorite part. (laughs) Oh, what was your favorite part? Quit grabbing my dick, Boomer. (laughs) 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 Definitely. Definitely my favorite line of the entire episode. Uh, It was great because um, Covert and Dan just both went into it. And then... I loved Covert's character decision where, uh, like, Dan actually breaks out of it and he's no longer, like, mind-controlled. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to blow the shit out of her. And Boomer's, like, low logic, low intuition. He doesn't really have a good read on the situation. So he's just like, oh, you're not getting out of it that easy. (laughs) And then he just keeps trying to, like, crotch grab Bumbles and, like, pile drive him or whatever he was trying to do. And uh, it just, like, made for this hilarious, like, you guys are in a deadly situation and, like, Boomer is completely, like, out of the fight because he's just focused on, like, (laughs) grabbing Bumbles and he can't (laughs) do it. (laughs) I, again, like, character choices that aren't optimized are my favorite. So I could totally, I totally approve that, that favorite moment yeah what about um, you what was your favorite moment uh so mine is not nearly so fun um but uh basically welby is is waiting outside um like i've walked in and uh boomer walks in and cashmere floats away and bumbles is like all right welby just stay here for a minute and welby's like um, I was not going to go anywhere near that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> this is the place where ghouls go to die. <laughs> that is a really, really terrible idea. <laughs> um, and uh, so that was really entertaining. And then we already touched on my other f- favorite moment was um, when uh, he like wasn't going to make it through the barrier. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> And just like, barely, barely pass. Yeah, and um, and he was like, "No, guys, wait, I'm." And we're like, "Bye." Had yeah. <laughs> he failed, he just like has to sit there on the outside <laughs> of the place and be like, "Oh, you're fighting something in there. Oh, it doesn't sound good. Wish I could help." <laughs> and I suppose with that, uh, we can move on forward to series two, episode eight, "Dress to Impress." Enjoy. Hi, I'm Mouse. I'd tell you all about me, except I don't remember it. The first thing I can remember is waking up in Doc's clinic a year and a half ago. Doc's a big scary looking troll, but he saved me from dying that night and took me in. Really, he's a big softy. I mean, he's not soft, but he's nice. And since he took me in, he's kind of felt like my dad. If I had a dad, which I don't, I don't think. But I do have a little sister, Sierra, and that's where things get complicated. I didn't even know she existed until Doc brought her to the clinic. He told me that a man died to save her from, 
wherever she was and that we had to hide her away. It cost a lot of money that I didn't have, and I'm pretty sure that Doc called in a lot of favors to make her safe. I've always owed Doc for making me a part of his family, but now I owe him a lot more. I wasn't sure how I was going to pay him back until recently. That's when I found out about the Matrix, and I just get it. It's so fun to go in and fly around and break the rules, and apparently that's what makes a good decker. And I'm a really good decker. So now I've got a way to pay Doc back for saving me and Sierra by shadow running. He isn't too happy about it, but he would never tell me what I can't do. And even though I'm bad at telling what people are thinking or feeling, I like to think that sometimes when I come back from a successful run, he's proud of me. I was born Edwin Corver, a dryad, but you can call me by my street name, Bumbles. I spent much of my life in England evading the ire of my father. I earned it first for mum's death and childbirth, which to this day, I contend is much more his fault than mine. When I turned 18, he put me to work in his factory, so he could both keep an eye on and berate me. Unfortunately for him, my attempts to upgrade the assembly line resulted in a large explosion, completely wrecking the factory. I decided to flee to the countryside where I ended up at a small university. There I made the friends I never had as a child, but presenting myself as a fellow student got out of hand and I ended up unofficially attending university for the next three years. That is until another experiment of mine went awry and I accidentally detonated the entire chemistry department. Knowing this would draw the attention of my father, I quickly left the country. My expeditious retreat put me in debt, however, and I was put to work as a shadow runner to pay it off. Turns out, I'm quite the talented rigger, and folks now pay me to blow things up. I'm meeting interesting people, making friends, and acquiring more money than I could have ever dreamed of. I got my own car. I was even able to soup it up a bit. My only regret is that I didn't come to Seattle sooner. Oh, um, hi. My name is Sora Matasara, uh, but on the streets I go by Kashmir. Uh, I'm a 20-year-old human living in the Bellevue neighborhood of Seattle. Uh, I grew up in Japan, tutored in magic at the insistence of my... my father, uh, a higher-up at Mitsuhama Computer Technologies. Uh, it wasn't the best time in my childhood. Between my mother leaving us and uh, the rigorous magical tutoring provided by my father's company, as well as well, my father in general, at least I always had my spirits. Um, I didn't get to have any real metahuman friends growing up, but my spirits were all the friends I needed. Eventually, I wanted to take my magic and my spirits and, and test them on the streets, but my very first run went very horribly wrong, and I had to leave Japan. But now I'm here in Seattle, uh, going on runs, doing karaoke with my spirits, uh, just living the life. Oh, and why Kashmir? Uh, well, it gets quite chilly at night, and apparently I'm the only person in the shadows who recognizes the value of a good cardigan. <laughs> Their loss. Hoi chummers, they call me Puma. Not sure if it's because I'm an RC or if it has something to do with my work. Nah. 
Anyway, my job's to either shoot Drek, chop it up, or break into it. You'd be surprised how stealthy a big red Oni can be. Now, I've gone and pissed off the Vori, my former employers, so I've been keeping a low profile. A Yakuza boss I hate to kill, Yama, is now my best friend in Fixer. Long story there, mate. He's been keeping me busy, finding me work, keeping the Vori off my back. Thanks, mate. I may be on the run, but I enjoy getting to be my own man. So, it's time to raise some hell and geek some hoops. Look out, Seattle. It's Boomer time! The last time we left the team, uh, they were deep, deep in the sewers uh, underneath a particularly bad part of Redmond, uh, investigating what was causing an increase in uh, ghoul attacks uh, in that neighborhood. As per their employer's instructions, they uh, intended to figure out what was uh, causing it and then uh, decide how they could stop it if they were going to stop it. They went deep into the sewers, uh, encountered some feral ghouls, as was expected, as well as one harvester, uh, which they... Uh, managed to defeat by collapsing a tunnel on him, uh, possibly blocking their way out. They're not sure. Um, now they're deep inside uh, foreign tunnels. They don't know where exactly they are. Uh, with the help of a small uh, non-feral ghoul child named Welby, they were able to find their way to a research facility where a mysterious Penelope Green uh, was working on a cure for VTOS, uh, an extremely dangerous disease uh, that has wiped out large swaths of uh, populations in the past. Penelope Green turned out to be a vampire uh, who was kidnapping the residents of Redmond to um, test on them uh, her serums for uh, a cure for VTOS. And when uh, they died from VTOS, uh, she would dump the bodies for the ghouls to eat um, because those who are infected with the human metahuman vampiric virus uh, are immune to VTOS. After defeating her in a uh, pretty hectic combat where she mind-controlled Bumbles for a little while, they are now standing in the EVO-funded research facility uh, and trying to decide what to do next. Uh, Last they heard from their employer, they were instructed to handle the situation however they saw fit, and the pay would be increased accordingly. What do you guys do? Okay, so, um, right, guys, just, you know, rifle the pockets, take all the stuff. When you're done, I'm gonna blow her up. Outside, don't worry, I'll make sure the tunnel doesn't come down on us. It's a thing I need to do, okay? Uh, You need, you need to do it? Listen, mate, we've all had a bad day down here. I don't know if you've had quite as bad a day as me. Sure, sure, no, I'm, I'm sure that if... One of my spirits went down. I would, I would be right there with you. But who oh, painting a woman with explosive gel and then just at least wait to paint her until we get up onto the surface. Fine. Wait, no, don't do it where there's people and cops and oh, it's judgment. the bloody barons. <laughs> He's gonna give a shit. Okay, well, uh, do what you have to do, Bumbles. Um, 
Boomer, would you please? I can't really, if you could just sort of, just give her a quick check, just sort of take any valuables, any information, you know the drill, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So you start looting the body. Uh, She doesn't have much on her. Um, No money, uh, no comlink. She just has like, you know, science stuff. (laughs) Take, Take the science stuff. Can I fence it? Does she? Well, she doesn't really have much on her person. Most does of she have what, like an ID card or something? Nope. Hmm. There's not really not that much on her person, like a pen. You find and a pen. Her lab coat. Dibs. Is it like expensive. The it, lab coat is armor. an it is an armored lab coat. Yeah, it's just some armored clothing. But it's not anything. It's wild. shot up right now. <laughs> right. That makes sense. Okay. Well, that was useless. Um. um is there anything? Oh, hurts, is there anything I can see that's uh, like overly magical around in the lab? Next to the bed, she does have uh, what you identify as a rating to health focus. I will take. Yeah, that. it's a it's a I sustaining will, focus. I will ask. Oh, I can have one of my spirits wear it for me. <laughs> I Wait, don't know. Wear it for? Oh, to pick it up? Yes, because like yes, can. one of your spirits could pick it up. Yeah, great. Um, it's, it's around Eraga's, it's a, it's a necklace? Yeah, it's a necklace. It's around uh, Eraga's neck. Okay. Uh, so Eraga flies over and swoops down and puts a a necklace on. (laughs) I'm torn because I'm really interested in like going and checking all the computers and all that stuff. Um, so I'm going to quickly check the, my, um, uh, like pop in baby monitor and check my score. Your Overwatch score? Yeah. Uh, your grid Overwatch score is 23. All right, I'll leave it for now. Um, I'm going to go over to Bumbles, who I assume is just standing there seething and or pacing around the room or... It's just sort of standing there, yeah, waiting for Boomer to finish up. Hi. Hi, Mouse. Um, so I know you're really upset that is accurate yes i'm a little concerned that you're so upset and you want to blow up a dead body okay why well i mean i don't know a lot but i know that's not particularly typical that's a fair point i suppose and I know that your drones are really important. Yeah, yeah, they are. But they died. Yeah, they're dead. Um, with um, so they could save Boomer. So they didn't die without purpose, and I'm. I don't necessarily think that potentially another streak of bad luck in blowing up her body that could potentially blow us up or collapse something horribly wrong or something you don't intend is a good way to deal with your grief. If you want, we can go shopping for, for, some, for some more drones, and that would be better because you would have better ones. Um, like the best thing to do when you're sad or angry is just to drink a lot. <laughs> uh, and hey, Bumbles, as uh, like I'm sidling up, you know what? Uh, you know what? 
you could do. You could rebuild them. And guess what? There's a lot of really fancy, expensive equipment around you right now. I, um, I sort of open a brain link to Red Leader after Mouse is done talking. Mm-hmm. And I'm, st- can I be standing there appearing to be there, but talking to Red Leader? Yeah, I mean, you can send them text messages or mental messages. Yeah. Okay. I'm really focusing on that more than, no offense, Boomer or, or uh, Cashmere. That made a good point. <laughs> um, and I ask Red Leader, um, I don't know what to do here, friend. How may I be of service? Uh, well, you know, Red 2 is dead. Yes, I saw him fall. As are uh, your brothers the Noisquitos. Yes, I felt them as well. And uh, I do very much want to blow this woman's corpse to hell. Mutilating a corpse won't bring them back. It will just use up valuable resources. (laughs) Damn it, Red Leader. You are such a good advisor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, as much as I love them, they were your brothers. How would you honor them? I do have data packets of their developing personalities. We can upload them into new bodies. Yeah? Of course. Great. That's great. And I, uh, I give him, like, a little smiley face emoji. <laughs> he gives you a thumbs up emoji back. <laughs> and uh, I pop out of that. And I, I don't know at what point in the conversation when you and Boomer is talking. <laughs> Lots of really fancy uh, equipment around thanks, you. Mouse. Um, thank you. You're uh, welcome, and I hug him. <laughs> I hug her back. <gasps> I like hugs. <laughs> and then I let go, and I go plug into the computer at her desk. <laughs> I do kick her in the ribs. <laughs> you kick me in the ribs? No, Not you. Penelope. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you want to turn around? <laughs> no, I, I do give her a sharp kick in the ribs. Yeah, uh, there's, a, there's a little satisfying crack when you do. And then I go look around at the various surgical arms because Kashmir made a great point at the end. There's so much machinery here. <laughs> uh, roll three industrial mechanic tests for me and let me know what they are. Uh, right. Mouse, what are you doing with the computer? <laughs> okay, um, so I'm going to go in and... Um, I'm going to roll for marks. Sure. Uh, One, four, and zero on those mechanics tests. I am pretty severely concussed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. It's going to take you some time. Sure. So I got eight hits. Eight hits? All right, yeah, you get your extra mark. You have three marks now. Okay. I don't know how you would do this mechanically, but I want to go to the admin panel and turn off any um like countermeasures uh yeah you go in there um you start uh searching through you don't need to well you have unlimited time and no real threat at, at the moment because uh, the host doesn't recognize you as a threat because you rolled so many hits um so you get in uh and uh you see that the uh uh 
you, you find the intrusion countermeasures like area and you start to reconfigure it, you realize that there is a uh, vocal command uh, that can be said uh, by um, anyone in the room. And if it is said, then uh, the data will all start deleting itself and Eva will be alerted and all of the ice will be launched uh, to protect the server while it's deleting all of the data. Okay. Do I know what it is? The word is Lazarus. Okay. Um, and, uh, you see that and then you just, you know, you see the off switch for all of the intrusion countermeasures right next to that <laughs> click. All right. So the ice is no longer stored. Um, the airlock just goes shunk, shunk, and, uh, you think it would open for anyone now. Um, it like some like turn the guns back. basically mag locks like disengaged. <laughs> um, and yeah, if you turn the guns back on, the guns get turned back on. Um, I'm looking for another way out. Uh, from here, just the airlock. Oh, well, that's something, <laughs> but also not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> Sorry. Um, what are you doing in the host now, Mouse? Um, I want a full download. Okay. You start downloading all of the things. It takes you some time. Yeah. Uh, Bumbles, you're sitting there poking around. Uh, you're starting to remove like mechanical arms. You're opening up cabinets and stuff. Most of them just have like a bunch of like different blood samples um, and uh, other like medical tools and stuff like that. Uh, some first aid kits, a uh, bunch of different just, yeah, uh, supplies. Um, you find one that has a bunch of like, uh, like a bunch of non-perishable food. Um and uh like purified water stuff like that scrounging around uh breaking like breaking the machinery off where you can um you do damage a bit of it doing so because as you said you are heavily concussed sure. uh so like you're just like ah, damn it <laughs> um you managed to get uh, a decent amount of parts where um it, you think it would give you some headway towards uh crafting uh at least one noisquito if not two all right um so there's that. Uh, Boomer, what are you doing while all this is going on? Well, if there's only that one way out, then I guess I'm just hanging out. Okay. Uh, Kashmir, are you doing anything else? Is there anything else interesting in the room? For someone who doesn't know much about medical stuff, not particularly. Uh, it's, it's a very, very single-purpose lab. Um, then I guess I'm just sort of bobbing around to see what I see. Cool. Um, mouse, you finish your data dump and yeah, you have a gigantic data packet of a bunch of stuff. Sure. Does it have, um, a link to Evo? It has the capability of linking to Evo. It does not have an active link with Evo so as not to. Can I look into, um, I powered down all the data bombs. Did I? Yeah, you said okay. you broke all the intrusion yeah. countermeasures. You have enough time. You you did it. Okay. There's there's nothing um, dangerous in this. I'd like anymore. to look in the permissions. Sure. Section for me. Uh, you look through. Uh, you see a few different names. Some of them, even you, can identify as like code names. Um, not necessarily real people names. Um, each one of them. Uh, you're looking. Uh, at. A few different things, uh, and um, it's basically like uh, clearance levels um, of people who can, um, you know, enter this facility. Okay. Um, they have uh, images mm-hmm. uh, of faces. So you're scrolling through, scrolling through, and one image uh, catches your eye, 
and uh, you click on the personnel profile. Um, it seems all of the details about this person are more or less redacted, except for it, sa- it simply says uh, Omega level clearance. Uh, and uh, it is a picture of you, but it's not a picture of you. It looks kind of like you, but a little bit older. And blonde hair pulled up into a bun, uh, wearing glasses. Could it be me? It's older than you. Oh. You're pretty sure this person is at least five years older than you. Okay. Uh, and the name on the, uh, all it says, like I said, it says Omega level clearance and it simply says a uh, designation Charlie. Um, okay. I thought they would have a picture of me or something. Um, well, it is a It It looks exactly like you, except... Maybe it's me. It could be is an image me? of you age, aged up. <laughs> Boomer? Yeah? And I send the picture to him. Is that me? Uh, you receive uh. a picture that looks exactly like Mouse, uh, but you would guess possibly a little older. Uh, the face is a little more mature looking, um... But blonde hair, glasses, hair up in a bun. Wait, so this is in the computer. Is this coming over the DNI? I sent it to him. Okay. Well, here's what I can tell you. It looks just like you, but she looks a little older. That doesn't make any sense. I don't, um, okay. Sibling, so maybe. I'm gonna, I, I, don't, I don't have I Maybe I have siblings. I have one. Well, okay. Um, okay. I am... Going to set a data bomb. Okay. On this file. On specifically the Charlie. Uh, the the personnel permissions file. All of it, or just the part that's Charlie? No, all of it. Okay. So the next time somebody tries to come in here, it blows them up. Okay. They have my picture, but it's not my picture, and I don't like it, and I just want to... I set a data bomb. Okay. Is it a biofeedback data yes. bomb? Yes. Okay. So you slot in biofeedback, you set a data bomb, uh, go ahead and roll that test to see how strong your data bomb ends up being. Seven. Seven? Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you set a very strong data bomb uh, laced with biofeedback damage. And then I... Out. You jack out. Pop back into your uh, physical body. Mm-hmm. Uh, legs are a little stiff. Yeah. Hey, Mouse. Uh-huh. Um, was there a map of the sewers in their files? You skim through the files. You see no map. No. That's kind of impressive then. She's just sort of found her way up there. So what do you guys do now? Oh. And so there's no guess, other way out? I guess I probably would then, before I jacked out, I would have, like, turned the guns back. Off. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys do now? We leave. Yeah. Okay. I say let's go get paid. All right, so you guys head out through the airlock. Uh, it closes when all of you are in it. Uh, decontamination in process. Please remain still. I'll move my arm a little to the left. Decontamination resuming. Please remain still. Everyone gives you a dirty look. (laughs) I don't give a shit. (laughs) No infections detected. Safe travels. And the uh, door goes shunk. You guys walk out into the hallway and you hear, oh, 
Did you all survive? I heard lots of explosions and, and, and loud noises. It was not very nice sounding. Yeah, we're fine. That makes me happy. I was not... You seem like like decent people because you didn't shoot at me immediately when you saw me. If if you ride on my shoulders again, can you show us the way out? Uh, yeah, it's it's not too far from here. Um, uh, it's yes, I know the way. Okay. When I try to talk to Spot, how's the noise? I mean, I know it's pretty far. It's like a negative six, maybe. Not nearly as bad as it has been. Okay. Um, I'll tell Spot. You know, uh, if I move Spot, are you gonna have a hard time landing, Kashmir? Not really. I mean, if we're all going to find Spot together. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell Spot, you know, just sort of do your best, stay on the roads, track my GPS, and, you know, try and meet us where we come out of the sewer. Arf! Good boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so Welby directs you guys. Uh, It's about a 30-minute walk. Um, and the whole time he's, he's like talking to you, he's kind of rocking back and forth on Mouse's shoulders. Um, he's like, it's, it's nice to have friends. I, uh, I don't get to talk to many people who aren't feral. Uh, is this, is this no longer a place where I, where food is going to be provided? Probably not. That's okay. The people who we ate, they did not seem very happy. They, they seemed to die in painful ways. I did not like it. They did not taste very good either. Not that I really like the taste that much anyways but um there's a vampire back in the shiny place you could eat if you want vampires do not sustain us oh right right because they've got the what's it do's it that makes got it yes i wish i did not have to eat Uh. raw flesh but yeah it seems like a bummer it it is, but I I try I try to find places where there are already uh, dead, so that I I do not have to is hurt that... people who are still alive. Can I call Doc? Yep. Hey, Mouse. Hi. So I have a question. Okay. Are you all right? Yeah. Um. I kind of found a pet. A pet. Oh no, M- Mouse. We talked about this. We can't have <laughs> pets in the in the clinic. They they get hair everywhere. Yeah, it's not really that kind of pet. I was just trying to make it sound better. Um, so there's this little boy I found, and he doesn't have a home, and he has a very specific kind of thing that he needs to eat, and sometimes we have that. And I was just wondering <laughs> if you uh. were, um, if I brought him home, that we could help him. Uh. You're not making a whole lot of sense. I'm giving uh, you my best smile. <laughs> he chuckles. <laughs> Look, I mean, we can go ahead and bring the kid in and we'll, I'll see what I can do for him. But we're not, we're barely making ends meet with the two of us, Mouse. I can't feed another mouth. You might be able to. He's got a very specific <laughs> diet. <laughs> do we hear any of this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, I send a text message to Mouse. How good of a doctor is Doc? Because he might have a lot of food. <laughs> a really good doctor. Oh, maybe not then. Is there any cure for HMHV? Yeah. No. no. Oh well. Oh well. I guess he's just a uh, ghoul forever. Uh, 
yeah, uh, bring him in. I'll I'll see if I can at least find a halfway house for him or something. He can stay with us for a little while. If if the kid's in trouble and you want to help him out, we can help him out. Okay, cool. Don't freak out. Bye. Don't freak. <laughs> <laughs> Don't freak out. What do you click? <laughs> uh, all right. So you guys uh, climb up. Uh, you pop out of a manhole cover uh, that Welby directed you to. Um, it's still dark out, so Welby is not like, ah, to the sun. Um, you all climb into Spot, uh, who has found you. Um, Kashmir, you were reunited with your body. Yay! <laughs> um. I, uh, I tell Red Leader, I tell him, um, break the news to, to Spot gently, please. Um, I will uh, do my best. Thank you. Guys, um... <laughs> Pretty B just sort of said, handle it how we see you fit. Didn't sound like he particularly wanted everything we found. Didn't really tell us to do anything with it. He just sort of said, handle it how we see you fit. Well, we could probably sell this stuff for quite a lot of money. I'm down. Yeah, and believe me, I cannot believe I'm going to say this. We could give it away. Or we could not do that. Why would we do that? Because it's the right thing to do. And Pretty Bee looks like he is loaded with cash. <laughs> Did you see the man's hand? <laughs> well, have you seen Mouse's arm? They are not the same. Those You're are wrong. not the same thing at all, my friend. <laughs> I okay. know very little about cyber technology, and I know that those are not the same thing. I know well, a lot, and they're not the same thing. Well, I know quite a bit about business, and I know that where there's demand, there's a lot of money to be made. And so it's not went, like we can to... sort of finish this virus cure anyways. We should give it to someone who can. You want... You want to? You don't want to give it. You want to sell it. You want to ransom a potential cure for something that kills lots of people all the time to get what? Look, if you You're if wrong. I were to, if I were to say, um, you know, ten million New Yen for this, you would call it a ransom, wouldn't you? Evo would call it pocket change. I didn't delete it. I know we have it. Yeah, no, they have it too. I didn't delete it off of their server. Oh no! Just why? Nobody told me. Just give it uh, to everyone. Put it on on the matrix. We're going to open source cure this virus. That's a really good idea. Good job, Kashmir. No, please don't. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Uh, no. <laughs> Uh, I posted on an anonymous biotechnology server. <laughs> you flood the matrix yeah. with it. <laughs> All right, uh, so you do that. Uh, no, it's, it's fine. I I, I like soy mash. <laughs> Boomer, where can we go get drunk? <laughs> Take us to the dragon's den. <laughs> oh wait, no, no, no! You should come with me to my favorite place. All right. <laughs> um, but we're gonna. We're going to drop Welby off first, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, we, can we still got to clean up. And, and go you guys can pay. meet Doc. Oh, boy. Well, you've already met Doc. Great dude. 
<laughs> or you guys can all come with me to my favorite um, astral-friendly karaoke bar, Spirits and Spirits. <laughs> um. Oh, I do love me some karaoke. <laughs> right? I'll... So do these guys. Do you believe in life after <laughs> Oh, yes. Boomer. Oh, my God. We are going to have such a night. Can I dress up? Yes. Oh, we can absolutely dress up. We're going to go meet Doc. Right, I think we do need to drop Welby off first. We do need to drop Regardless of the second destination. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, I'll take us to Doc. I drive with my hands. Yeah, all right. (laughs) Uh, You you drive with your hands. uh, Partway there, you feel like the the engine kind of sputter for a second and then keep going. I know, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) It takes him like a while to get going again after red lights. Yeah. You get to Doc's mouse. Are you going in? I know you're going in with Welby. Is anyone else going in? Or I'll go in and say hello. I like Doc. All right. Uh, anyone else? Yeah, I'll go say hi. Okay. If everyone else is going, you guys uh, head in. Oh, and I've I've said um, okay. Uh, goodbye for now, spirits. You can go and rest up for a bit. I'll call you back when we're at Spirits and Spirits. Uh, Iraga flaps its wings like uh, in anticipation, and then fades away. And uh, uh, one of the uh, the lotus petals like touches your cheek like gingerly, and then fades into astral. Bye, guys. <laughs> you walk in. Uh, Welby's like, can I ride on your shoulders? It is nice to see things from very high. I think you should probably just come in. Holding my hand. Oh, okay. Oh, hey, yes, I can reach your hand. <laughs> okay. I would not be able to reach Mr. Redman's hand, or really Mr. Bubbles' hands, or Mr. Sweaterman. <laughs> <laughs> they are both, they are all three very tall, but you are a nice size. <laughs> thank you. I think you're a nice size. Oh, thank you. Uh, and you, uh, you walk in. Mm-hmm. Doc's uh, doing something in one of like uh, in one of the offices, like moving uh, some supplies around, and he's like, "Mouse, is that you?" Yeah, I brought some friends. Yeah, uh, great, more friends. Hi, Doc. Hey, oh, Doc. Bumbles. Hey, how's it going? Pretty uh, good. Uh, he no, co- that's not true. Not great. <laughs> <laughs> he looks. He looks, and he sees you guys covered in blood and scra- scraped up and dirty. He's like. Oh, shit, did you guys just come here after a run? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> we just want to say hi. Uh, we'll be going Hello? Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm Doc. Hi, my name is Kashmir. It's very lovely to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. And, oh, what the frag? <laughs> this is Welby. Doc looks at you, and he looks like it's a weird expression on his face that it's hard for you to read, but everyone else, you can kind of see like a mixture of like anger, tiredness, and pride all mixed together in one emotion. And he goes, and he kind of like lets out a sigh, breathes in, looks at Welby again, goes up to him, this giant troll, uh, kneels down, still has to hunch over quite a bit to reach down to Welby. And he's like, nice to meet you, Welby. I'm Doc. And he lets out a hand that's almost as big as Welby is. Oh, it is nice to meet you too, Mr. Docman. Uh, Mouse says that you are very nice. And he grins and he goes, well, Mouse is pretty nice too, isn't she? Yes, she is very nice. I like her hair. <laughs> and uh, he's, he looks at you and goes, Mouse, pet. <laughs> I 
I thought it would soften the blow. You got to keep an eye on you. You're a little more crafty than I thought. Yes. Uh, Welby, of course, you can stay here uh, as long as you need. I think I might be able to help you and find you uh, a nice place to live. Oh, that is very nice. Um, I hate to be rude, but I'm very hungry. <laughs> You guys should probably step out for this. <laughs> well, goodbye. <laughs> nice to see you, Doc. Nice to see you too, Bumbles. Nice to meet you, Cashmere. Boomer. See ya. Are you staying here, Mouse? Mouse. Yeah. Spirit and spirit. <laughs> Spirits and spirit. Okay, I'll come. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Over here, team oh, bonding. Would you like to put on something without blood? Does this have blood on it? <laughs> I assume. Yeah, you're all kind of covered in blood. <laughs> oh. I'm so proud of you, Mouse. Uh, you guys get a collective message over your DNI uh, from the number you were uh, given fr- by Pretty B, and it simply says, update. Um, you should check the matrix uh, about Vitas. He sends another message. That's why I'm asking for an update. Oh, yeah, we're all good. Uh, and then he says, let's meet, and gives you some coordinates. Uh, is, is it like a group text? Yeah. I'm like, oh, could that sort of wait until morning? We sort of have plans. Look, we can, we can do the meet real quick. Right, we are on Just the in time for karaoke. <laughs> we're done with the job. Think of it this way. We go get paid. That's more money for the Great half of spirits. Okay. That's spirits and spirits. I mean, sure. All right, fine. Um, we can go get paid. Whoa, mate. Why you sound so reluctant? I just, I've had a song in my head for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> and I'd really I... like to sing it. Big red oni finger on your finger, <laughs> or on your face. But, you can sing it later. Cool. Right now. No, yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hop in the spot I open up the doors for everyone else I get in the med bay Because I am quite wounded Yeah uh, Oh Frag I'm pretty hurt too uh, And I, I tell Spot to head to the, the coordinates Yeah uh, for the uh, the travel time um, All of you who aren't receiving medical attention uh, You still get to roll um, uh, Body and willpower To Get rid of some of your stun. Does anyone have physical? I do. Uh, I do as well. Those of you who have physical, you don't get any help there uh, from just natural healing. But it's you know you've been like resting for a good hour now, so you can roll uh, body and willpower to soak up some of the stun. Uh, Bumbles, you climb into the uh, med bay. It starts working on you. Um, uh, it heals you for two of your physical damage. Great. All right, mate. It's my turn. Uh, yeah, hop in, Boomer. I'm going to just try and heal spell myself. Sure. Uh, Boomer, you climbed into the uh, med bay? Yep, my feet are hanging off. Uh, you get healed for one physical damage. Uh, it wasn't the greatest roll. Sore. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so uh, you're all feeling a little bit better. Uh, as you approach the coordinates, uh, they are in uh, Tacoma this time around. Another industrial neighborhood, a bunch of different factories, which are all closed at this point in the night. Um, You guys pull up, and uh, it's a parking lot that uh, seems empty. 
uh, save for exactly where the coordinates are, which is right where the parking lot meets another building, and there is a cellar door. Cool. Let's go in. You guys open it up. You walk down some stairs. Light is on. It is uh, a pretty empty storage room, and it has quite a few bullet holes around the walls. Oh, frick. Um, it reminds me of my first apartment. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, sitting in a uh, large leather chair, which does not fit the setting, is Pretty Boy. And there's a sizable uh, couch in there as well that also doesn't fit the setting uh, enough to seat all four of you. I'll sit down on the couch. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> He uh, claps his metal hand to his uh, fleshy hand, <laughs> and he's like, wow, that uh, that escalated quickly, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, you should have been there. No I offense, mean, but I'm glad I wasn't. Um, that that uh, type of engagement is not my area of expertise. Uh, you guys were remarkable, though. Oh, shucks, mate. <laughs> it was a little lucky, but... You you did it, you know. I I thought you guys were goners when you shot that grenade into the ceiling. He says to Bumbles. Um, how did you? Uh, n- never mind. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll ask that question. How did you know that? It's my job. I mean, sure, that's <laughs> one answer for it, but also it doesn't explain a thing. Speaking of jobs, you guys finished your job. Yes, but again, I think we're missing a big point here. <laughs> all in due time, Kashmir. I assure you, all will be explained in due time. Okay. You guys are proving to be exactly what we're looking for. And, you know, he's got a big smile. He's like, I know that sounds ominous. I get it. From your side of the, the table, this seems kind of scary. But trust me, it's, it's going to be fine. Uh, speaking of which, I believe we agreed on 20,000 new yen for payment, but that was before we knew what you guys were up against. Um, so let's call it 50k. Oh, much let's obliged. Let's call it exactly that. Absolutely. I'm not <laughs> even gonna <laughs> do a thing. <laughs> Plus expenses. Oh, and he touches his chrome hand to uh, his chest and goes, that's right. Uh, I can see about uh, reimbursing you for the drones. I don't have that authorization at the moment, but I'm sure uh, my employer would be willing to send you that money. All right. Let me know. Um, but for now, and he holds out four cred sticks uh, and hands one to each of you, and each of you gets 50000 Oh, wow. A DNI. <laughs> I like this guy. Normally, a Johnson tries to teach you out of everything he can. This guy willingly gave us extra money. Well, yeah, you guys did a great job. Oh, fragging hell. <laughs> So, uh, that, that bonus is of course, because you guys released the information that you found, um, with little hesitation. He kind of grins at Kashmir. It's like, I, I understand it's a tempting offer, but the, you, none of you are being evaluated individually. You're being evaluated as a team. And, um, we think you have a good composition to eventually find what we would call the right course of action. Yeah, I think so. Sure. Uh, So without being able to tell you much, um, I 
would like to offer you guys another job in the near future. We're getting the groundwork laid down for it. It shouldn't be too long. Um, but in the interim, uh, I want you guys to continue working together. Um, I think increased group cohesion would be a good thing. Uh, I think uh, it will uh, lead to better paying jobs from myself and my employer if uh, you lot were to work as a shadow running team. Uh, anytime one of you gets a job, call the rest of the, the team in. That kind of a thing. It's fine yeah. with me. I mean, yeah, why not? Excellent. You guys are all right by me. That's uh, that's great to hear. Um, unfortunately, I can't give you any details on the upcoming job, but of course I will be in contact uh, when the time comes. Well, great. Uh, so I think uh, you guys have some kind of celebration planned. Uh, I mean, we really just have one question for you. Yeah. Do you like karaoke? He grins a huge, handsome grin. And he goes, I... <laughs> I I dabble in karaoke from time to time, but I can't join you guys, unfortunately. I have a lot of work to do uh, in preparation for the new job. I will be calling you about soon. Oh, well, quite the shame. We'll get you out there someday, huh? Yeah, I uh, I look forward to it. Um, before he goes, I'd like to judge intentions. Go for it. One... Seems on the level. Uh, more friendly than any Johnson you've ever worked with before. Looking him up and down, you see no cracks of deceit in anything he's saying. All right. Uh, and he, uh, he stands up, reaches out to shake whoever's hand is closest. He's basically shaking all of your hands at the moment. Um, and uh, he's like, again, uh, the fact that you four released the information you found. Uh, just astounding, truly remarkable. You are extremely good people in an extremely terrible city. And I hope you understand that to do what you just did took an immense amount of courage that very few have. And I'm not talking about fighting harvesters and ghouls. Well, that's why we're the best. Wait, why was it brave? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure your team can fill you in. <laughs> we could have made a bunch of money. Selling it. Right, but why, why is that brave? And this is why I like you, Mouse. And he pats you on the shoulder. Okay. Just don't worry about it. Let's <laughs> uh, go sing karaoke. He, uh, he walks out. He's like, and uh, I'll be in contact. Um, hey, um, the chair and the couch. Yeah? Can I have them? <laughs> he looks a little confused for a second. Shrugs. Yeah, sure. Thanks. <laughs> Will they fit in the car? They'll fit on top of the car. Uh, so with the, the with the wench on the back of the car you, and the help of Boomer, you managed to pull the couch <laughs> and the chair out of the uh, cellar with actually pretty little effort. I mean, Boomer pretty much lifts it and the wench pulls it. Uh, Where are you planning on putting them? And In my home. How? You live in the penthouse. <laughs> Elevators are a thing. <laughs> sure, I guess. Uh, Boomer then. Doorman, do you have a doorman? I have a doorman. <laughs> yeah, of course. Wait, you have a doorman? Yeah. I don't even have a doorman. <laughs> uh, Boomer easily lifts the couch and chair on top of the uh, uh, the car, and you strap it down with the straps that you, of course, have handy. 
Yeah, got to strap a lot of things to the top of the car. <laughs> Couches, chairs, bombs. <laughs> uh, you all climb in spot and you go driving off to spirits. And spirits. spirits. We stop at everyone's respective home to change out of extremely blood-drenched clothing mm-hmm. first. I gotta put my fancy suit on. Yeah, I put God, on. God, I look good. I put on my best cashmere sweater, which is all of them equally. <laughs> Fantastic sweaters. So, you actually take me to my home rather than Doc's, which is actually not very far from where you live. But uh, you guys most uh, in Bellevue. And it is a really nice-looking hotel. Right on, Mouse. Oh, wow. And then I go upstairs and... Wait, how nice is it? What should I wear? <laughs> Something what a, good? I don't know. So you know how I Something dress. Something nice drenched in blood. How's that? I go and knock on Belle's door. Just a minute. And there's a slight pause, and your neighbor opens up her door. Uh, I guess you guys are still in DNI, so through her image link, you see an extremely attractive, voluptuous, uh, red-headed lady. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, hey, Boomer. So I guess this is why she didn't really need to sell that information. My goodness. I say as I'm, like, looking at the hotel. Compared to Bumble's place, it's not as good. Um, so. But still, still a nice place. Uh, I wouldn't complain. And, uh, yeah, uh, so she's wearing a somewhat revealing nightgown uh, and uh, has the, the perfect blend of, like, a, like messy hair and, like, like carefully, like, uh, styled to be, like, wavy hair. Like what I have. Yeah, except for hers is longer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, Mouse, are you going to invite your friend? <laughs> and uh, she goes, Mouse, honey, it's been a while. How's it going? And she gives you a nice hug. Hi. Um, so I made some friends, and they're, we're going to... Oh, what uh, are you covered in, honey? I fell. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... We're, I don't have nice enough... My friends say I don't have nice enough clothes. Well, I never said that. <laughs> I don't think anyone said that. We just You're said You're making me change, bloody. I say out loud to them through her <laughs> while she's standing there. She, she kind of blinks a little bit and she goes, Mouse, honey, does she know you're a shadow runner or not? Uh, I don't know if she knows that I'm a shadow runner. Okay. Uh, so she goes, Mouse, honey, and she kind of like takes the robe that she has loosely hanging around her shoulders uh, and covers up her revealing nightgown. And she goes, are you, are you in a DNI with your friends? Yeah. Can you turn off the image link, please? Yep. Wait, Click. wait, what? Mouse. <laughs> and go ahead and turn off the audio too, honey. Uh, I, uh, okay, bye guys. Click. I um, smile at Kashmir and Boomer and I'll tell them I have photographic memory. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, So Also, um, (laughs) Kashmir was in the middle of his 16th typed out and erased text message to Mouse to get her to, or to also try to get her to invite this woman. (laughs) Uh, And then as as those links were erased, he just erased it down and just is sort of sitting there panicking. Like, (laughs) this is... <laughs> this is a terrible, wonderful situation for Kashmir. About 10, 15 minutes pass, and uh, Mouse comes out 
um, wearing a uh, sleeveless, uh, like, kind of button-up vest, in a sense, um, kind of v-necked, showing just the smallest amount of cleavage, not that much. Uh, like a nice going out shirt, you know? Mm. Um, and, uh, it's got, uh, it's, you know, it's got like a, a collar on it, um, that kind of like stands up. It's a, it's a very, uh, uh, comforting shade of red. Um, and, uh, she's got nice tight fitting, uh, black, uh, pants and, uh, high heels, which she seems to walk in pretty naturally. Uh, which is weird because I don't own any. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, uh, the, the stitching around the arm, the mechanical arm is, uh, ha- seems to have been, uh, unstitched and restitched. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, she's got some nice jewelry on too and a little bit of makeup. Uh, and, uh, her hair, instead of being the usual messy, like, eh, uh, has a little bit of style to it. Um, and, uh, she comes running into the car. Let's go. <laughs> wow. Um, you look nice. Thanks. You- you look great. Okay. Uh, should we wait for your friend? No, <laughs> she had a friend over. <laughs> oh. Okay. Spirits and spirits! I am still covered yeah. in blood. <laughs> oh, I thought it was the last stop. <laughs> so you go to Bumble's... Yeah, I, uh, I go upstairs real quick. I throw my clothes wherever. I go to the section of the closet where I've started keeping suits... Without stains in them, <laughs> her boomer's advice. <laughs> and I just grab one. I think it's blue. I put it on and I come back down. He looks just as amazing as ever. Uh, <laughs> but this time, clean. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and so uh, you all drive to Spirits and Spirits. Uh, where's that located, neighborhood-wise? Um, Bellevue's Magical District. Sort of where my talismonger is. Okay. Sort of on the side... It's just, it's, I say magical district. It's more like one side of a street. So you guys drive there and, um, you, uh, you party the night away, do some karaoke. Uh, weirdly, uh, Kashmir does karaoke with his spirits, um, <laughs> which like no one seems to be like weirded out by, but no one else in the bar does that. <laughs> They're all hanging out with spirits. Uh, like, and some of them are like, you know, using spirits for like tricks and stuff. Uh, you know, it's almost like a, like a dog friendly bar. Um, but no one's taking their, their spirit to the stage and singing with it. And like, and Arog is like, ah, ah. like Scuttle from the Little Mermaid. <laughs> we're, we're doing, uh, I Will Always Love You. Oh my God, that's what I was thinking in my head. <laughs> And this catch was like, and I, uh, is like, <laughs> and he's got like lightning going in a yeah, light yeah. behind him. Kirag is like spinning around the both. It looks amazing and a little too rehearsed. Uh, yeah. And, uh, Oi, Mouse, we should go sing one. Okay. Yes, go. What? What? You can pick. I don't know. Just pick a song. Okay, I pick one. Just at random. Yeah. All right. Uh, you stand up on stage and uh, <laughs> a random song. <laughs> <laughs> you told me to just pick one. And the symbols uh, uh, are going. Tss. And uh, and you uh, uh, mouse immediately. You're like, wait, I've heard this song. 
I've heard it rather recently. Uh, it is a Free Fall Phoenix song uh, <laughs> that you have memorized because you watched the Free Fall Phoenix uh, concert, right. uh, the recording of it at least. Mm-hmm. Um, it was their opening song. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you know the words. Boomer, you do not know this song. <laughs> Most of my lyrics come out. <laughs> Performance is in fact a uh, uh, a skill. Roll it up, right? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But she doesn't have it because she is incompetent in the acting school. Oh, uh, or the acting uh, skill group. So she doesn't have con. She doesn't have mm. uh, impersonation. She doesn't have performance. So it's probably just like charisma. No, she doesn't get to default on it. So mouse, I can't do it. Mouse, you open your mouth and you freeze. <laughs> okay. And, and you're like, blink, blink. And I just start singing her parts. And, and, and uh, Boomer, what's your charisma? Uh, two. All right, roll one die for me. <laughs> one. You got a hit? No, what, I rolled a one. Oh, so you got a critical glitch. Fall down at some point. <laughs> so he grabs the mic and there's like that anno- that like awful feedback. And I was like, ah. <laughs> and... <laughs> and he just starts being like, nah, the fucking and the ashes, and I don't know the words, and the mouse, come on. And, and she's just like, uh-huh, and she kind of waves at everyone. <laughs> and then I, I sli- slightly like step off stage. I am <laughs> in the I grab crowd. her and pull it back and put the mic on, on her mouth. I am in the crowd cheering and clapping and just generally being positive about everything going on. Uh, can you roll a leadership for me? Two. Yeah, so you start being really positive, and actually a few other people like just kind of jump on the bandwagon of being like, yeah, let's not be judgmental about this. You know, they went up there and they gave it their best. So some people are like, woo, sing it, Oni! <laughs> and uh, and um, one, of the, one of the girls uh, puts her arm uh, around uh, Mouse, and uh, takes the mic that uh, Boomer's like shoving on Mouse's face, <laughs> and, uh, and just starts singing the lyrics, and like the rest of the bar kind of sings the lyrics with them, uh, oh. like clapping and being like, eh! and then uh, and then the song comes to a finish, and uh, and the girl who put her arm around Mouse uh, buys her a drink, uh, <laughs> and Mouse uh, is just a Boomer holds killer. up his uh, glass of Hurlg, and I'm here all week <laughs> <laughs> off the stage. <laughs> No one buys Boomer another drink, um, <laughs> <laughs> but they, but, you know, they, they, everyone seems like kind of happy about that. But uh, uh, you kind of glance at the DJ, and he's like, he has an expression that's like, don't, don't, don't do that again. <laughs> uh, and then they call the next person up, and they do karaoke, and you guys, Bumbles, did you go up? Stepping around me. Oh, of course. What yeah, Bumbles sing? fucking kills it. <laughs> uh, I sing, beat it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah he he gets up there and he kills it uh you can't actually tell if he's doing well or not but like you still love it <laughs> i look good doing yeah <laughs> what he what he may lack in singing ability he makes up for in uh pure handsomeness <laughs> i do the choreography reasonably well yeah <laughs> So you guys drink and sing and have an overall uh good experience out uh, Boomer, you even managed to get in a fight with someone. 
Uh, <laughs> Wait, with just one person? <laughs> you basically find some guy. You go out for like a smoke and you find some guy like on the street and uh, he's all like belligerent and everything and being an asshole to people. And you're like, oi. And you just like punch him in the face. You're like, it's a good night. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it only took one punch. <laughs> and, Any more assholes around? Uh, not here. Everyone seems to be in a pretty good mood. Uh, it is an astral bar. And uh, mages do actually key into emotions more so than other people. So uh, it's kind of like an exponential increase as the more happiness, the more happiness comes out and, and so on and so forth. Not a lot of fighting in the Magic Kingdom um, yeah. district. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you guys go back home to your respective places, uh, presumably. Yeah. I am too drunk. <laughs> Mouse is very drunk. Mouse, you look so pretty tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We're Did you just boop her? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to meet any nice folks at the bar? There's plenty of nice folks this at the bar. This is my friend. She bought me lots of drinks. Yeah. Nice. That's great. This uh, is. This uh, is. I mean, we're out in the civilian world. People don't often just call themselves by their Shadowrun name. Mm. Yeah? Sometimes they do. They do most often. Do a you lot. want me to tell her that that you're? What is your name? <laughs> uh, Marlo. This is Marlo. Hello. He's my friend. Hi, Marlo. I'm Chelsea. This nice to meet you, Chelsea. Chelsea, I, get I was going to say I'm that. I'm not your type. No, honey, you're not. No, I didn't think so. Have a great night. Keep us safe. She looks at Mouse, <laughs> smiles, and goes, no, you should take her home. All right. And she gives Mouse a kiss on the cheek. <gasps> And uh, and goes back inside the bar, uh, looking a little get... crestfallen that she let Mouse get that drunk. <laughs> I need to get in the med bay. <laughs> Stim patches for everyone. <laughs> yeah, everyone, you know, if you want to ride home, hop in the spot. How far are we from my apartment? I may just walk. Probably not that far, actually. Yeah, I'll just, you know, if you need, if you need to get home, spot will take you there. You're just going to walk? Yeah. At night in Seattle? And uh, <laughs> Red Leader pops off the uh, the car and flies. We have to go shopping. It's a bit late. Marlo. <laughs> it's a bit late, Mouse. Uh, Tom- tomorrow? Right, uh, tomorrow, Mouse. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, spot. Uh, get, get these fine folks home safe, all right? Arf, arf. Good boy. <laughs> <laughs> See ya, Bumbles. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, thanks Thanks for inviting me, Cashmere. Way to the karaoke. Um, fantastic. Thank you. We should do a duet sometime. Okay. Or <laughs> quadret, of course. No. <laughs> oh, you mean with Mouse and Boomer? Oh, no, my spirits. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're really good. I send a, a direct brain link to Spotlight. Please drive them home now. <laughs> And the, and the I, car starts driving off, and, and the, as oh, the, go, as, goodbye. the window as starts driving, closing. As I drive away, I sort of just like very quietly say, like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I follow the window up. Oh, goodbye. Okay, I'll see you later. <laughs> uh, Spot drives everyone home. Um, Boomer, Bumbles, when, when, when you the, wake up in the morning and go out to Spot, uh, Boomer's still in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
And so you guys uh, finish that up. Uh, it's the next. Uh, you got you got some downtime. Does anyone want to do anything with said downtime? Uh, uh, me and Mouse go shopping. I don't know for what in particular, but we go there. For for drone parts. Oh, right. Has Pretty B gotten back to me regarding reimbursing me for the drone? Uh, yeah, a couple days passed, and uh, you get enough to buy the same type of drones back. Okay. So... So, so I have I have the initial swarm I had before at the beginning of the job. Uh, for the drones, it's going to cost you to re- like to get the the gun again for red. Right. Okay. Three. Red two. Sure. But I do have parts to make one to two new noise mosquitoes. Yeah. Uh, roll an industrial mechanic for me. Uh, four hits. Okay. Roll it one more time. Four hits. All right. Uh, in the course of a week, you craft a noisquito. Uh, it's similar to the one you had before, but just a little strange looking. But you know, it's oh, because it's, it's made, made of, out of makeshift parts. It's yeah. made out of surgical arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little more horrifying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you you got uh, you got it all working. Um, yeah, and then you go oh. out. You buy another. Wrote a drone and uh, two more Noisquitos. Yes. Okay. And then uh, you do have to spend a little bit of money to get the Ares Alpha. Um, sure. But with you and Mouse both working on it, you're able to mount it for no extra cost. Cool. Um, um, I'm going to initiate. Uh, it takes at least a month to initiate. Uh, so you can begin to initiate. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, you begin the process of initiating. Um, you feel like... You're kind of a natural at it. Uh, you're basically going deep into uh, uh, the astral place. Eraga, Kiraga, and other spirits you haven't met before are all kind of helping you out. Um, it's going to take about a month to do it. But, you know, uh, basically for the rest of the team, Kashmir is somewhat less reachable than normal uh, as most of his time is being spent in his magical lodge uh, meditating with his spirits. Is, is there off time where Boomer could teach me to shoot? Yeah, I mean, you don't have to do this 24 hours a day, so. Cool. Um, Boomer, uh, um, I need a few pointers. Could you on. teach me how to shoot? Yeah, I'll be right over. <laughs> <laughs> you hear, like, a like a clunking and clanging, like, as, like, whatever he was doing at his own place right after you said those words, he just literally dropped it. And, like, like he hangs up and then... Uh, in in too short of time for uh, for the distance from Boomer's place to your place, he gets there uh, <laughs> like power sliding into a parking spot with his like big red uh, like muscle car, uh, jumps out and runs up <laughs> up to your. Get place. it? We're going shooting. Okay, <laughs> let's go. And uh, yeah, uh, he goes, and uh, you guys spend a couple days, and uh, yeah, you increase whatever firearm skill you are trying to increase by having Boomer show you how to do it. Hooray! <laughs> how, how much downtime do we have? Um, so far, this is week one. Okay, at the end of week one, a little light goes off in my head, and I call Cherry up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. There's no answer. <laughs> I'll text him, and I'll say... Dealt with feral ghouls, you and all your loved ones are safe. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Still no answer. <laughs> That's fine. A little bit into week two, did you say something about going and picking up that suit? Or? Uh, so I wanted to see how much drones cost, and then I realized they're rather cheap, so I do pick up the suit. Okay. 
so you uh, you drive uh, to the to the soup place. Uh, you enter in. Uh, Grep is there. Um, oh, hello, Bumbles. Hi, Grep. Uh, you're here for the purple suit. I am here for the purple suit. Oh, I hope you like it. Oh, I already do. Uh, and uh, she goes in the back, and her and uh, Lachlan come out. It's a uh, you know, it's in a it's it's in a suit uh, uh, hanging case, and uh, they unzip it and they open it up, and oh, ah! yes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is. To most people, what might be considered a gaudy suit, um, this metallic purple color that kind of changes in shade as you like look at it from different angles. Uh, you go into the fitting room, you try it on, it fits like a glove. Um, this is an armor rating 13 suit. Okay. And uh, has a uh, uh, polymer coating, uh, so you can actually change the shade of it. My God. Crap. It's full of stars. <laughs> you say as you switch it so that it looks like it's full of stars. Oh, that's funny. I get it. Because it looks like there's stars in there. Crap. This is the best suit in the world. Oh, that makes me happy to hear. And uh, uh, she kind of like reaches out and pats you like on top of the head. <laughs> I reach out and pat her arm. Um, so the money. Yeah, take it. I give a fifteen thousand for the suit. Oh, you're very kind, Bumbles. Lockham, isn't Bumbles very kind? Yes. <laughs> Thank you both, Lockham, Grep. This is wonderful. And I'll take a selfie with me and Lockham and Grep, <laughs> and I'll send it to the team. <laughs> oh, looking snazzy, mate. Uh, Lockham and Grep, uh, uh, like shake your hand, and you're talking to them uh, on your way back to your uh, car. Can you roll a matrix perception test for me? Sure. Uh, do it at a minus two, though, because you are distracted as you check out your awesome suit. It's amazing. Pretty good. That is five. Uh, so you continue on the way. You got how many hits? Five hits? Five hits. Okay. Uh, you can continue on the way. Uh, you uh, get up uh, to spot, and you're like, all right, open up spot. There's no answer. Oh, God damn it. And right as you say that, a, the familiar cool barrel of a pistol pressed against the back of your neck uh, and a very strong arm grabbing your uh, one of your arms. All my drones connected you to are, You were distracted by your suit and you didn't realize that you're right as you were leaving the store, your connection to your drones and everything, they all blipped out of your Matrix AR. God damn it. No funny movements. Get in the car. Take us to Boomer. Shit. <laughs> God damn it. And that's where we'll end tonight's session. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions. All rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, sponsored, or specifically approved by the Tops Company Incorporated. Shadowrun is a trademark of the Tops Company Incorporated. All rights reserved. Go to www.shadowruntabletop.com for more information.